pray. I'm going to pray and then I'm going to read the passage. Okay? Um, so let's pray together. God, thank you uh, for this time together. Thank you for the games outside and for the nicer weather where we can be outside. Um, and we just ask that you would um, really just help us to know you're present uh, with us right now um, and that you are with us in the midst of the uh, our real lives. So the things that we celebrate, the things that we're happy about, things that we're nervous about or, or sad about, you are with us always in all those things. Be proud. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, we're in 2 Thessalonians. This is our second week in 2 Thessalonians. And uh, we're, I'm going to read the passage. It's just 2 Thessalonians 2, and it's the first five verses, okay? But before, we read the first few verses of chapter 1, and then the author of 2 Thessalonians, they just started talking about um, Jesus returning, okay? So they're kind of talking about, like, the, the end times, kind of Jesus returning. And then the author says this, okay? This is what it says. Now concerning, so he's still talking about Jesus returning. Now concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our being gathered together to him, we ask you, brothers, not to be quickly shaken in mind or alarmed, either by a spirit or a spoken word, or a letter seeming to be from us, to the effect that the day of the Lord has come. Let no one deceive you in any way, for that day will not come unless the rebellion comes first and the man of lawlessness is revealed, the son of destruction, who opposes and exalts himself against every so-called God or object of worship so that he takes his seat in the temple of God, proclaiming himself to be God. Do not, remember that when I, do not remember that when I was still with you, I told you these things. Okay. Took a lot of maybe uh, words. That's hard to follow along, but that's okay. Because there's one thing that uh, hopefully, well, there's one thing that hopefully uh, we, can, we can learn today, okay? Take from today. And it's this, okay? We don't need to worry uh, about the future, or we don't need to go to extremes about what's going to happen in the end because Jesus is with us now. You don't need to worry about the future. You don't need to have everything figured out about what's going to happen in the end. You don't need to be so extreme and be like, oh, these specific things are going to happen because Jesus is actually with you right now. Okay? All right. Do you guys love uh, like end time movies or like apocalyptic kind of movies? Anyone watch any good ones? What'd you say? What'd you say? You saw, you said, knock at the cabin. You guys seen that? Yeah, you saw that? Yeah, it was, it was pretty good. Has anyone seen that? No, yeah, Cassie saw it. Yeah, me too. Do you guys watch, like, do you guys watch any, like, uh, movies or read any books about, like, when the world's going to end? And anyone like those? What'd you say? 1984. Oh, that was the book you were reading, right? Anyway, does anyone have any, does anyone really like, like, these kind of books or movies? Ian does. Oh yeah. I think yeah, I like them. Not a huge fan. Yeah. What what do you what do you like favorite? I don't know. I just like them. Favorite? Anyone have a favorite? I don't like them. I like them. Oh. I would think first. The girl with all the gifts. The girl with all the gifts. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Oh, has anyone ever seen Warm Bodies? It's like a zombie love movie. Yeah. Yeah. Good movie. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, sorry, man. I'm sorry. Okay, well, I want you, I'm going to tell you guys a story, okay? Imagine this. It's 2012, okay? 2012. I'm, I'm in sixth grade, okay? There's little sixth grade me sitting there. What did what, you say? No, no, not the movie. It's actually 2012, and I, I'm in sixth grade. This is a real story, okay? I'm in sixth grade, 
and it's December, all right? What day in December? It's December. I don't know the exact day, but it was December, and it was a little, it was a little you know, cold outside. It wasn't really snowing. Uh, that was probably seventh grade, but yeah. Uh-huh. Um, it was a little cold outside, but, but I, thought, I thought the world was going to end, okay? Because there was this day that probably is more accurate. There was this day that uh, supposedly the world was going to end because there were like Mayan calendars that dated back and they dated to like this specific day in December 2022, something like that. So then people were predicting that the world was going to end on this day. And I was sitting there and I was like, oh my gosh, these people, they're saying the world's going to end. And people were kind of like talking about it. So I was like scared. I was like, I remember waking up for school and going to school and being like, uh, this is like the last day I'm ever going to go to school right now. I was scared and, and I, was, I was just waiting for the world to end, okay? And I think if, if you have TikTok, okay, if you have TikTok, I can almost guarantee that you have seen a video about people, religious people or non-religious people, talking about what's going to happen when the world ends. Who has TikTok here? Who's seen a video like that? Yeah. I remember when I was in Arizona, when I was in Arizona, I had some, I had some students, this might sound silly, but it's probably you guys too. Um, I had some students and they were telling me that they saw this video on TikTok about these aliens who fly, who flew into this hole on top of the earth and they flew down to the core of the earth, you know, where it's like super hot and nothing can survive. And these aliens are living there right now. And soon they're going to come out of the middle of the earth and take over the world and the world's going to end. Some people do. All right. Yes, Matthew. Yes, that's actually, that's actually true. But we can talk about that later. Um, <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, okay, but if, you, if you're on TikTok, if you're on social media, if you're just alive today, I can guarantee that you've seen something about what's going to happen when the world ends. Okay? Um, and here's something that we do. Okay? Something that, at least as Christians, that we do believe is we do believe that Jesus is going to come back. Okay? We believe that Jesus is going to return. Because even in verse 1 of chapter 2, it says, now concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our being gathered together him, together to him. The author is like, yes, one day Jesus is going to re return, he's going to come, and we're going to be together with him. Um, but the, the one, So even though the author says, yes, Jesus is going to return, uh, chapter 2, also the author says, you don't need to go to extremes though, and you don't need to be worried or jump to conclusions about what's going to happen. Okay? You know, just like today, the Thessalonians, these people who are living in this time 2,000 years ago, they were hearing a lot of stuff about what was going to happen when Jesus returned or what was going to happen when the world ends, okay? They were, they were hearing a lot of stuff um, because even, even right away, uh, the author says, uh, do not be quickly shaken in mind or alarmed. Um, let no one deceive you in any way. So people were like telling them all these different things about what was going to happen when the world, when the world was going to end, all right? But uh, the author says, let no one deceive you, okay? He says, don't let anyone trick you. He says, don't be quickly shaken, okay? So be firm. Do not be alarmed. Don't be worried, okay, either by spirit or spoken word. He says, don't be worried. Don't be shaken. Don't be alarmed. Don't, don't follow these people who are being extreme and think they know everything about what's going to happen in the end. Um, he says, don't worry too much about the end. Um, and also, you don't, you, you don't have to worry about knowing everything either because you can't actually know everything. Because, okay, I'm going to read this part, and someone tell me, I want you to raise your hand if you understand, okay, what they're saying. Let no one deceive you in any way. For that day will not come unless the rebellion comes first and the man of lawlessness is revealed, the son of destruction, who opposes and exalts himself against every so-called God or object of worship, so that he takes his seat in the temple of God, proclaiming himself to be God. 
Anyone have an idea? I, I, when, I, when I read this, I'm just kind of confused. Like it's talking about some things that are going to happen when, when, the, when, the, when Jesus returns. But then in the next verse, this is what he says. He says, do you not remember that when I was still with you, I told, these, told you these things? The author's talking about things that he spoke in detail about in person. So we're not, we don't know the information that he's talking about, actually. So we don't have to, the author's not assuming that we know this 2,000 years later, what he's talking about. So we don't have to be worried about actually knowing everything. We don't have to be worried about actually what, the specifics of what is going to happen. But here, here's the one question, okay? Why, why don't we need to worry? I've kind of said this already. Why don't we need to worry, or why don't we need to have it all figured out about what's going to happen? Um, or why don't we need to go to extremes and believe, like, crazy things about what's going to happen in the end? Why don't we need to? Yeah, Danny? Because it's bad. Okay. Okay. Why is it bad? Okay. 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 Uh, anyone else have an idea? We can go off that, yeah. Okay, so if you, if you really believe in God, then you don't need to worry about the future because you know what's going to happen in your future. Okay, <laughs> still looking for something a little, little bit different. All right, so as Christians, we believe that Jesus is going to return, right? We believe that Jesus is going to return one day in his bodily flesh. But the amazing thing is we don't need to worry about that day because Jesus, seriously, even if you don't believe it or see it or feel it, Jesus isn't going to be alive when he returns, Jesus is actually already alive right now. He's alive right now. And he's with you right now. Like imagine, imagine your friend's with you today. Or imagine it's your best friend, okay? Imagine your best friend is with you. You, you guys are hanging out together. And, and your best friend's like, hey, I'm going to come over like soon again. And instead of, instead of just hanging out with your best friend now, instead of just doing that and hanging out and being present with them, you're just worried about the next time they're going to come over. So you can't be like present with them. You're like, hey, they said they were going to come over again, uh, so I'm just going to like, what are we going to do next time? Instead of being like, hey, what are we doing now? Like, my best friend's right here. I think that's kind of like what's going on here. We don't need to worry about what happens when Jesus returns or the end of the world because Jesus is actually with us. Jesus is with you right now. You don't need to be focused on everything that's going to happen in the future because Jesus is with you right now, and you can just be focused on that. So here's my challenge to you, okay? My challenge is for you to just enjoy Jesus' presence right now, okay? Can you just enjoy Jesus' presence right now? Yeah, Jesus is going to come back sometime soon, okay? That's what I believe, at least. He's going to come back, and he's going to make all things new, okay? He's going to make all things right. He's going to give new life to, to the people. Um, he's going to make things better, okay? But also, I think that Jesus doesn't just want to do that when he, when he returns, whenever he returns, but Jesus actually wants to do those things right now right now with you guys. He wants to make things new right now as he lives today with you and as he gives his Holy Spirit to you. He wants to bring new life to each and every one of you and to the people around you and to the situations around you. All right? So here it is. You don't need to be worried about the future. You don't need to um, have everything figured out or follow all these different extremes of where people go. Um, with what's going to happen at the end, because Jesus is alive right now. And yes, he's going to make all things new and, and breathe new life and bring new life in the future, but Jesus is actually doing that right now too.
And so my challenge is for you just to be present to Jesus right now um, and to move with him as he brings new life. Let's pray. Jesus, we thank you that you are alive right now. We thank you that we do not have to have every answer about the future. We don't have to have everything figured out. We don't have to be worried about uh, what's going to happen because you are with us right now. And you don't just want to make things new and make things right in the future, but you want to make things new and you want to make things right right now in our lives and in the lives of the people around us. And so would you just help us to move with you? Would you fill us with uh, spirit uh, to uh, love the people around us, to bring new life uh, to this earth even today as we go and we leave from here? Would you help us to speak words that build up to, to, to our families as we go home, to our friends? Would you help us to serve and love those around us, um, even just in the little moments, as, as we realize that you are alive and present right now with us? Help us to be present to you. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen.